What if you could make the ordinary a little more extraordinary? What if you could be a hero in your customer's tale? Stay tuned for a story of misdestinations, unexpected fairy tales, and a little something extra. This is the customer experience storytime tale of a dish barely served cold. The Upsell presents CX Storytime, Tales from the Customer Journey. I'm your host and storyteller, Russell Lolliker. What you are about to hear is a real story with real people having a real experience. It's a story of your customers on their journey and how they build or break relationships with businesses just like yours. Today, we're going to hear how a couple took a last minute road trip that started full of optimism, fun, and frolic, but was later marred by disappointment, bad time management, and stressful realizations. This, however, is not a sad story. We're also going to hear how that same couple was left with a sweet taste of an amazing unexpected customer experience by one small business in one small town. We'll then wrap it up by digging into the emotional impacts, the lessons we can take from this story, and the universal truth we can all live by. The customer journey is an emotional one, and so it begins. Robert looked blankly at Deborah. What do you mean there's nothing available? As in there's nowhere to stay? He said. Yes, as in that, replied Deborah, while being lit up by the cold blue haze of her computer screen. There's nothing. Neither of them could believe there wasn't a single place to stay. No hotel, no campground, no Airbnb. Nothing within a 350-kilometer radius of their front door was open for the long weekend. Not a single thing. They knew it was their fault. This was a big local holiday, celebrating all the things to do in their local communities. So, of course, a lot of their fellow travelers would have made calculated, confirmed plans, weeks in advance. Apparently, all of them did. Except for Robert and Deborah. Plan B. It was to be a road trip. The couple, a drive along the coast, and music to get them there. If they couldn't get far out of town, they were going to embrace their proverbial backyard and get to know the destinations around them. There were multiple villages along the water that tourists traveled from far and wide across the world to experience. Robert and Deborah could do that. They certainly could do some traveling of their own. On the impromptu road trip agenda, exploring, conversing, eating, podcasting, and karaokeing. But their focus rested on the final destination of the day, a beach festival that was home to one of the most impressive exhibitions of sand sculpting this side of North America. So they got in their vehicle, with their sense of adventure, started up the car and headed out. They had a full tank of gas, a collection of beef jerky, some water, gum, and a sandcastle purpose. And away they went. Town 1, great food, cool patios. Town 2, a beautiful park, a surprise beach, and handfuls of wild blackberries. Town 3, destination sand sculptures? Sadly, it was not to be. After a less than early start to the day and far too long enjoying the appetizer towns on the way to the main course, they simply ran out of time. There was no way they could get to the Sandcastle exhibition, enjoy its sandy splendor, and drive all the way back home to get to their evening commitments. It was not going to happen. Upon that realization, Robert and Deborah went through all the stages. Stage 1. Robert's denial. We have plenty of time. Stage 2. Deborah's anger. I can't believe we spent so much time at that shop. 
damn it. Stage three, morphing into bargaining. Hey, if we could just increase our speed by about five kilometers per hour, that would give us an actual 15 minutes at the sculptures. Stage four, Robert expresses depression. I can't believe we're going to miss the expo. This sucks. And finally, stage five, their acceptance. <sighs> All right, let's turn it around. And so their expected experience came to an end. They turned up the podcast they were listening to and made their way home. About an hour from their front door, they decided to get off the highway and try to squeeze in one more, one last village visit to add to the trip. It was a small town they had visited before, called Shimanus, and they didn't have very high expectations. It was getting later in the day and most of the shops had already closed. As they pulled off to park, they noticed something just off the sidewalk. It was a small wooden bear, about the size of a microwave. It was poking out at them from a hidden walkway. The path made its way through two small businesses that had already closed for the day, so they continued on, where they came across a hidden little grassy grove. At the back of that grove was a yellow barn-like building, and in it, an ice cream parlor. Specifically, this was Baby Bear's ice cream shop. Robert and Deborah looked out over this small area, this little grassy grove that was well-maintained and very inviting. They looked at each other, and they noted between them, this was something they wanted to try. Robert and Deborah made their way into the grassy area. They noticed it was filled with multiple bear carvings, varying size from a medium-sized dog to that of what they could only imagine what an actual bear size would be, all in different poses, having fun with each other or interacting with the surroundings around them. Some lay out lazily on the railings of the gazebo, others played in the grass or were climbing up the side of the yellow barn-like structure of the ice cream stand. Robert's favorite was one small bear just swinging back and forth on a rope swing. When the couple walked up to the ice cream stand, they were greeted by two young staff, both in their late teens. Full of excitement and welcome energy, they explained the process of getting a treat at their shop. First, you chose your particular size of ice cream cone. Inspired by Goldilocks, your choices were small, too small, just right, or too big. With each size came a little extra. It wasn't one scoop, it was one and a half. It wasn't two scoops, it was two and a half. Just so you could try another flavor without committing to a full scoop. Then, once you made your selection from the sizes and purchased your cone, you were given a beautiful metal token symbolizing your size. You took this token with you over to those that were going to scoop out your ice cream and handed it to them as you made your selection. Boston cream pie, Nimo bar, lemon crunch. The selection was impressive and delicious. Deborah made her selection of small, while Robert selected just right. Robert and Deborah then took their healthy scoops of ice cream and sat on some of the patio chairs in the grove, surrounded by their new wooden friends enjoying this unexpected but very sweet experience. It may not have been the world-renowned sand sculptures, but it was a moment they savored and immediately something they wanted to share with others. One missed experience was replaced by a memorable one. And that ends the tale of a dish barely served cold. Now, through the eyes of these customers, let's take a look at the emotional impact of this customer experience. Robert and Deborah had no expectations when they visited Baby Bear's Ice Cream Shop. They'd already had quite a full day, one that had gone well but was quickly ending with disappointment. 
but it was that effort that this little ice cream shop made in every little touch that made it stand out. The little touches, the added value to their time spent while they were there, it was truly an experience rather than just something they did. It was memorable and it really added to their day, essentially replacing the negative feelings they had had for missing the Sand Sculpture Expo and replacing it with great ones. From this tale, what's the one thing your business can take away to better serve your customers? Add value. Add value. So let's look at three of the things that Baby Bear's Ice Cream Shop did to improve their customers' experience. Number one, those tokens. Beautiful, well-crafted metal tokens. They were symbolizing the kind of ice cream cone you got, and you only had it in your hand for just a small moment, but I can imagine how many people probably were asking to keep them. While Robert and Deborah were there, they actually heard two separate occasions where people were asking for them. Can I keep them? Can I just take these with me? Unfortunately, they could not. It was something they could have in their hand, they could touch, they could look at, and they could talk about. Number two, those sizes. Too small, small, just right, too big. Love the fairy tale Goldilocks uh, theme of the sizings, but it was that what they symbolized that was so impressive. That 0.5 extra ice cream. Fantastic idea. So every scoop you get also includes a little taste of another flavor. Not a lot, but enough for you to have an added experience that's beyond the traditional one, two, or three scoops. And last but not least, the environment. Following the whole baby bear theme, the grove itself was a little park littered with baby bear statues. From hanging off the roofs to sitting on the railings in the gazebo to playing on a rope swing, that was so cool. You're surrounded in the bariness of it. Now, this store could have just put out a bunch of chairs and a few tables and sold ice cream. They could have done that, but they decided, no, I want to make it an experience. You have the ice cream and you enjoy it in this environment that we've created. Great stuff. So the moral of the story, try, try, and try again. Take a look at your own business, its products or services. Where can you try to stand out a little bit more? Where can you try to add a little to the experience to make it more meaningful? And most importantly, more memorable. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I'm going to wrap up today with a big thank you. A huge thank you to a few listeners of the show. They won some limited edition swag for being raters and reviewers of this podcast. Warren Picard, Wendy Grant, Chantel McPhee, and Paige DeWolf. Oh, you are all sorts of awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time to rate and review the podcast. Everybody for doing so. Please keep them coming. Really appreciate it. Thank you for taking the time and really help launching the show. Do you have some feedback, suggestions, or kudos for the show? I do like kudos. I'm not going to steer those off. And maybe a story that needs to be shared through the podcast? You can let me know at russell at theupsell.com. That's Russell with one L. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating and review. It all helps with um, sharing and finding it and, and all those good things to get the word out. Now, if reading is more your thing as much as listening, check out the Upsell podcast. You'll actually get the entire transcript of all of these episodes there. You can also find us on Facebook, both as the Upsell page and the Upsell Society Facebook group. Well, that'll end it for this chapter of the customer experience storytime tale of a dish barely served cold. See what I did there with the barely bear? Yeah, see? Not bad, eh? I'm your host, Russell Lollicker. Thanks for being a part of the story. Music